Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel. We're going to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Boulder and Vola. My name's Ashley Hubley, joining me this episode, Ultimate Kieran Marchant. It's me, Zachary Levi, here again. Shazam! And also joining us, the astonishing Dylan Blight. I don't want to talk about this movie, really, and I kind of wish we didn't watch it. There's my thought. Like, I feel like my running thing at this time is just to give away how I feel straight away. So there you go. That's how I feel. Oh, wow. Spoilers for the movie that we're about to talk about. Thor, the Dark World. After all this time, now you come to visit me, brother. Why? To mock. I need your help. But I wish I could trust you. If you did, you'd be the fool I always took you for. Some believe that before the universe, there was nothing. They're wrong. There was darkness, and it has survived. What's gonna happen? I gave you my word. I would return for you. Released in 2011, directed by Alan Taylor. Uh, story by Don Payne and Robert Rodat. Screenplay by Christopher Yost, Christopher Marcus, and Stephen McFeely. Based on Thor by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Starring Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, Anthony Hopkins, Dylan Sarsgaard, Idris Elba, Christopher Eccleston, Adewella Aquino, Abigail, Kat, Kat Dennings, Ray Stevenson, Zachary Levi, Tanabu Asano, Jamie Alexander, and Renee Russo. Thor sets out on a journey to defeat Malekith, the d- leader of the Dark Elves, when he returns to Asgard to retrieve a dangerous weapon and fulfill his desires of destroying the Nine Realms. Kieran, is this the worst MCU movie? Fuck yes, it is. It's garbage. I fell asleep for maybe a good portion <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> it was not good. It was really bad. It was... Man, it was like they tried to double down on the high fantasy elements of the first one, but also being sci-fi and trying to... It was just really fucking weird. I hated how this movie was shot. I hated the colouring of, like, oh, the gradient they were using in a lot of the shots for showing the dark world. And they tried to... You know, like, this movie actually is like, man, they are trying to shove Loki down to people's throats and be like, hey... You guys love this one. Let's make a buddy cop movie with Loki and Thor. Da 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 da. It's just. Uh, and the ending for me makes zero fucking sense. Like zero sense. It's it's just it's just yeah it's fucking shit. Dylan, do you feel as strongly as Karen did about this film? Yeah, this movie is not good. Um, I think the the, the thing about it is it just is the most MCU MCU movie, and by that I mean. It's like painting, it's like doing paint by numbers MCU, but it just has none of the character work or even like the exhilarating action scenes or uh, something new and fresh. Like it's just the most paint by numbers bullshit MCU comic book movie you could have. Like that's, that's how it feels. And it's, it's boring because of that. Like the villains aren't interesting. Thor goes through... I don't know, like, like he loses his mother and bro- uh, brother in this movie, 
and you wouldn't even think he has because there's really no great character moments or character development for Thor as a character. James Foster is a character that's here. Um, Loki's alive and then he's not, and he's dead and he's ruling. And like, I don't know. I, I don't understand the point of this movie is my thing. Like that, that's my biggest hang up. I do. I really do not understand the point of this movie. It's not exciting from a character point of view. And it's not exciting even from a dumb action movie point of view. Like it doesn't do either thing well boring i think it's i don't think it's terrible but obviously it's not good it's just kind of okay uh yeah it's definitely the weakest of the mcu films i think we've watched so far uh weaker than i mean two like you said there's not really a purpose to the film other the only thing this film does is introduce the ether uh which is even that ether is probably my less the least of the Infinity Stones in terms of, like, just... I yeah, mean, it's, it's the, the even one. in the Infinity War, it's the least, it's just <laughs> like, least yeah, important. It's... He gets it off screen. Yep. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> I feel like the ma- one of the biggest problems is there isn't a consistent tone throughout the film. Uh, sometimes it's hilarious hijinks and funny gags here and there. Then other times it's like super serious. And then there's some a little bit of action. And then it's, I feel like they didn't find a balance to anything. So it doesn't, nothing really fits together very well. Um, I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it, it's a confounding film to say the least. Uh, I guess we kick things off, starting with Thor reuniting the eight realms. We're pretty much back to the start of Thor 1, really, uh, of him going from world to world, doing but different things. Once again, wasn't, please remind me somebody, because I, at the end of Thor 1, right, the Bifrost was never supposed to be fixed, correct? Like, it was just like, the end of Thor 1 came off as- Well, the they never said is- it couldn't be fixed. I always read the, is the big thing about him blowing it was just, it's fucked. You're never going to see her again. You never. And then it's just miraculously just back in action. It's like, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. In in two years, they fixed this very important thing that they thought was going to be lost forever. You know? Gods work in mysterious ways. Well, it wasn't. How long has it been since the. Uh, how long has it been since Avengers? In Canada, do we know? I think they say like six months or something like that. Six months? Because it wasn't working in Avengers. The old father had to use dark magic to send him there. Yeah. You know, he didn't, he didn't need a nap, apparently, this time. <laughs> um, so again, ugh, there's so many weird things. Obviously, they they have the Warriors 3. They have the big, the, the Thor beats Cork's dad in the, in the park to like settle the rebellion um you know and then they'd leave the the asian member of the borgas three for the entire movie uh that's a weird choice uh uh <laughs> leave him on that planet uh or that realm for the rest of the film uh then <laughs> what else happened they come they celebrate thor's you know he's still yearning for the jane foster you know uh which is nice uh they push heavily that everybody thinks he and sif should be together but of course, that never turns out to be a thing ever again in the films. Um, you know, I think I- Idris Elba was solid. He does his Idris Elba thing, Heimdall thing. Uh, but you know, it's, I don't even know where to go with this podcast. It's 
Uh, uh, here's another. Let me call out some like on this rewatch that stood out to me. So especially because we're watching them close together. Last the first four movie, we talk about how Renee Russo is like in the background. It has like one yes. line. Then in this movie, they give her she a bunch like of lines, six. and you you get to know her. And you, you feel like at the start of the movie, you're like, oh, okay, so she's they're making up for it. She's going to be heavily featured. And you, you like her. You're like, she's a super likable queen slash mother, mother figure. She's getting yeah. along well with Jane. This is great. And then they kill her. Yeah. Stupid movie. Yeah, but that's Stup- so it's more impactful when they go back in time in Infinity War in like six or seven years. Yeah, they yeah, I'm sure it. that's sure They that's do what a lot of stuff to for. fix it. Uh, like, stupid. Didn't need to happen, in my opinion. Uh, wasted potential. Especially because they do the bait and fix of the brother kill. Like, Troy, that's the same. Well, they couldn't do two. Well, One already- of them had to die permanently. <laughs> I will say, I, I I enjoy Loki in this movie. I think, obviously, he's been bested. He's a little bit uh, upset. Obviously, he has that uh, inner dialogue scene with hologram uh, Frigga, uh, you know, where he, like, Obviously, he's got some sort of motherly attachment to her. Uh, and then I think one of my favorite shots is obviously him having that hologram set up and then it fading and he's destroyed the entire cell after a death. Uh, yeah. You know? And, and you know? The that was the f- most, I- char- most character work Loki ever got in the whole MCU. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know? And then we get the, the good buddy cop. I enjoyed the buddy cop bit. Uh, for the like 10 minute 10 15 minutes they were working together uh we get the chris evans cameo during that as well you know it's all all good and fun playing like into the patriotism like clutching at straws here i am very much how do we feel about jane foster in this film obviously this is the last <laughs> time we see her ever until thor love and thunder comes out i feel Didn't like see her- it, it's don't we see a version of her in... Do we not in Endgame or Infinity We see... Or... No, we... We see her limp body, maybe? That's it. <laughs> With... <laughs> okay. Her sleeping body, that's it. That could potentially be the only thing we saw of her. Yeah, in I, Endgame? I, yeah, in Endgame when they're taking the ether out of her body for that moment. And then they shove her back in. When you think about it, it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I, I think... She does more than I remembered her doing in this film. I think she's more than just the love interest, which I think we said in a previous episode. She's the you know, container she, for she the has, ether. She is a container for the ether, but she does. She's doing other stuff as well. You know, she's finding like the convergence things. You know. I um. <laughs> I, I I don't think she's like. At the start, where she's investigating stuff or whatever, like she's doing her Jane Foster thing, sure. But after that, she just becomes sort of damsel in dis- distress, basically. You know, like at, at the start, she's investigating things. She's like, like I could take an entire movie of probably just Jane, like being fucking Indiana Jones or whatever. Maybe but we will. after that, she's 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 just you know damsel in distress. People are after. I don't like how they treat her as well as Eric Selvig. Like I feel like Eric is like super weird in this movie. Like he's they just... turn his PTSD into uh, a crazy. proper like cra- crazy, crazy guy thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He he. This I think this is the last time we see him. Uh, so you know. Um, all right. How how do we feel about Malekith? 
Uh, I forget every time it's Christopher Eccleston until you tell say somebody says it's Christopher Eccleston, and I'm like, she. It's yeah, it's meh. I find it hilarious that he actually did this role because, like, the way he always talks about in interviews is, or whatever, like he's. Never wants to get stuck down doing Doctor Who for too long, or like he always wants to be a proper actor and all this sort of stuff. And then when they announced he was doing this, I was like, "It's weird. Must be a lot of money." <laughs> 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 um, no, how I feel about him, not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, look, like everything else in the movie, it's just it, it really is like he's on autopilot to a degree. Like his acting isn't bad. But there's nothing special about it. And also the villain is just not interesting. Like, it's just uh, all elements of this movie are on autopilot. He's not some scary dark elf. He's just another guy runs the fucking takeover universe. If you mirrored him up against the Frost Giants from the first one, there's like next to no difference. Basically, from like a villain point of view. like Character. Yeah. Character point of view, yeah. Yeah, I so. think they could have potentially done more to explain why he wants to destroy the Nine Realms. Like, give a little bit more context. Because he's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, as well, the person he was pissed with wasn't even... I would have... The person he was pissed, pissed with was, everybody. Like, was just pissed at everybody. Like, there was no, like, connection, really. Like, he was... the person. It just so happens was... that timing worked. That's the only reason. Timing. Um, yeah. Uh... I can't think what else. Also, I, what- I will say I enjoy. I did like some of the effects in like the final battle scene, you know, of them getting suddenly disappearing into different places. Like it was all right. I call that light uh, speed jumping. D- when I was watching this film, I was thinking, <laughs> did they do they ever reference any of this in uh, Far From Home? Because obviously no, they go to this, London. None again. of this gets. Nope, none of this gets mentioned. There again. isn't like suddenly a massive. There's obviously a massive divot in no. the ground. <laughs> No, like, there's always, like, uh, uh, literally while I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, yeah, they're in London in this movie. I forgot and thought Far From Home was the only movie they're in London for. Fuck. Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, yeah, this movie is just just not mentioned pretty much barely ever again. Probably probably the best. Yeah. Uh. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of bad in this movie. They didn't even, like, yeah. I don't know. Um, Yeah. We'll say one of good bits. Chris O'Dowd, I enjoyed him. His his banter and you know for all of like two all minutes. of like three four minutes. You know, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, and he saves the day, kind of calling calling her, and they're realizing there was a portal to Earth. You know, so what Chris a, O'Dowd, what the a, real hero of this film. What chance <laughs> that portal happened to be right there as well? Right there, the the exact one they were dropping keys into. Uh. And crazy that it took, like, they were only going for, like, a day and a half, and the car was completely ruined. Mm, spray paint? Well, it is England. I do think. Oh, is that what they do in England? I could believe a, that. In, a like, car's a really, parked like, somewhere? Fucking like, car. if it's, like, parked near, like, some random abandoned building, and there's nobody around, yeah, the chavs are gonna do that shit, with their Burberry <laughs> shit all over them, you know? Wow. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, there's not not much else to go on. There's there's really not. It's really nothing really interesting. Overall, it's just not good. Uh, I guess the only other tying thing is in uh, Kat Dennings will be returning in WandaVision. Do we think her intern's going to be in WandaVision as well? Or is he 
he doesn't last. You know? Nah. It's just a, a spur of the moment making out yeah, thing. That's it. Yeah. Not not everything's yeah. true love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Building the MCU. Uh the only character for this week is the collector, played oh. by Benicio del Toro, debuted in The Avengers twenty eighth, May nineteen sixty six. Created by Stanley and Don Heck. We get our first taste, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, in which uh, Sif and... All the ones. Volstag uh, deliver the ether to the Collector. How do we feel about Benicio Del Toro? Benicio Del Toro is great. Fantastic actor. I enjoy him playing the Collector. He plays it so weirdly, and that's what makes it really special. And uh, that was the best part of the movie. Yep, it really is. Where you're like, this is the reminder on the rewatch that Guardians is next, and it's you're like, close. oh it's yeah, pretty close. Guardians is the next one, right? Nah, we got Avengers, next week. Bro. No, no, next week's Captain America. Oh, it's Avengers. Cap and then Guardians. Because I thought it was the other way around. Because yeah. I thought no. it was Cap, Avengers, and Guardians. No, no, no. no there's four movies in this phase. Same as the <laughs> first face. phase. Shit face. Shit face. You're off a shit face. <laughs> 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 yep. Most so. marvelous moment. Yeah, let's go. Most marvelous <laughs> moment. Um, are we, no, are we skipping no, over the Stanley sighting? Sk- no, Dylan, no, stop sorry. trying to host. Stop trying to host, Dylan. Alright, let's do the Stanley sighting for this episode. We got Stanley appearing as a mental ward patient who loans his shoe to Eric Velsiv Eric Selvig <laughs> as he demonstrates he tries to explain the convergence uh while in a mental hospital. Uh, when Zelvig finishes and asks if anybody has any questions, Lee says, yeah, can I have my shoe back? <laughs> one, of, one of the better laughs of the film. Uh, not wrong, actually. <laughs> uh, and that's been your Stanley sighting for this week. Uh, let's move into most marvelous moment. Dylan, what is the most marvelous moment of oh, The Dark World? The credits. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I'll pick something real. Um, I'll just go with Thor and the Guardians three, four, whatever, kicking the kicking ass in that opening scene. That was fun. Who knew Cork yeah. was in this movie, but he just didn't get a chance to speak because he just got shattered into little rocks. It's true. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a fun sure. little fight. Yeah. Um, sure. I, I guess the only moment that I enjoyed, the only moment I'd remembered of this movie, is Loki turning into Captain America, like in Chris Evans having his cameo, like. It was just that I love that Chris Evans acting as Loki acting as Steve Rogers is just uh is quite amusing. So yes, that is that is my marvelous moment. Um you love I'm gonna movie. say there's not many. <laughs> I'm gonna say Thor coming back and seeing Jane Foster for the first time. That's a nice moment. You know? You've got the rain coming down. He's like parting the rain so she doesn't get wet. She doesn't. He doesn't really care about Darcy. She can get wet, you know. It's nice. <laughs> and then she, he tells something wrong with her, and he just whisks her away straight away, you know. Mm, he doesn't even. Check sure, sure. Mid Guardians have never been to Asgard before, but let's just take her straight away. No thoughts, no second thinking. Look, uh, Heimdall's the homie, you know. He's just like, yeah, he's you know like, what, sure. You know what? Thought? He is. I'll, I'll wing. He's him. like, he's like, yeah, Jane Foster been spying on you for hey, a couple of years now <laughs> telling my buddy Thor <laughs> should probably get that checked uh, speaking <laughs> of 
Uh, let's move into this week's comics recommendation. I picked The War of the Realms. Uh, War of the Realms 1 to 6 ran from April to July 2019. Written by Justin Aaron, penciled by Russell Dadaman. Uh, this is kind of the culmination of Jason Aaron's Thor run, which began, I think, 2012, I think, off the top of my head. Um, the reason I picked this one is the big bad in this is Malekith, and he actually is a formidable threat. Uh, in this series is his forces coming to Earth after pretty much conquering the rest of the Nine Realms, uh, and chaos ensues, you know, it's a big battle. Uh, so, Dylan, you read the first issue of this, you said... In Avengers, this is not the type of comic books you like. You don't like the big event comic books. Uh, so I'm guessing you didn't didn't love this one. I, I turn the first page, or I flick the first page on my, my iPad, and it has there. It's like, as Guardians, bunch of people. Mid-Guardians, bunch of people. Fucking Spider-Man, Wolverine. The second I knew Wolverine was in a goddamn Thor comic, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy this at all. And you know what? Well, I to did. be fair, this isn't a Thor comic. <laughs> this is the big comic book event. Of, uh, of 2019, yeah. But come on, it's it's, it's it is Thor What is wrong with Wolverine being in it? I'm just I knew that like the moment he was in a Thor story, there was going to be too many goddamn characters. <laughs> that's that's how I feel about it. I mean, Avengers, I, yeah. I, I read the first issue, I got to the end, and then it's like here's your checklist of all these comics you got to read and in different places to keep up to date this event, and, I, and that's exactly what I don't enjoy about event storylines of comic books so yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna keep reading it um it was well drawn there's my positive that's my positive. <laughs> otherwise no i'm well, not gonna keep reading I don't, I, I don't enjoy these big massive things um and it, it, the ones i do i have to be more invested in all of the characters in, in particular mm. the leading character of the storyline so if the leading character of the storyline is thor i'm not deeply invested in thor comics so yeah cool no, not gonna not gonna carry me uh, Kieran, did you get further than the first issue? I didn't even get to the first issue, to be perfectly honest. I was that unmotivated after watching Dark World that I looked at it and went, nah. And then I didn't get around to it in the end. Okay. Sorry. Uh, this is my favourite one of the comics we've done so far. Uh, it's the wow. big bombastic event comic I love. Uh, <laughs> I It made me desperately want to go back and read the whole Thor run. Uh, Jason Aaron Thor run. I've, obviously, this is it. This is one of those weird comics things where you can you can technically jump into it, and you it is definitely you're you're jumping in midway through a story, uh, so you're missing stuff. But I mean, a lot of it is pretty easy to catch up on just from like not reading comics, but kind of being slightly in the know of like what's happening in the comics and that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, Jane Foster uh, is in this and is very good. She's it's post her run as as thor um she i do enjoy that she's wearing a shirt the entire uh series um because she's in the comic she uh is just come out of having cancer she's done a bunch of chemo the shirt she's wearing is a um uh what are they called she's wearing a shirt that says straight out of chemo <laughs> in, in the style mm-hmm. of uh straight whatever they call yeah nwa nwa that's it um yeah it's a big event comic and it's definitely pushing the thor realm into a new direction uh the last issue was like there's like a epilogue one that pretty much sets up like four different series 
uh, if you want to check that out, which is separate to the six in the main one. Uh, yeah, it, it, I felt like it was super satisfying and enjoyable. Uh, really interesting. Uh, you know, the world gets conquered. The bad, you know, Maliketh captures Midgard. He splits up the world into different factions. So Australia, sorry, we got taken over by the trolls. Um, <laughs> we become the new land of trolls and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was very satisfying and it definitely makes me want to go read the Jason Aaron run back from, I think it's the War Butcher. No, the War. The God Butcher. That's the first uh, volume of his run. So, uh, if I have time, I'm hoping to go read that. So, yeah. What, can I just ask, because I only just randomly thought of this, how many yep. episodes we're in now. What are you reading these on? Marvel no. Unlimited. Yeah, but no, but like... On what, my laptop. What device? Oh, okay, on or my laptop. phone. Or my phone. So I've got a reasonably big phone, and when it's close to my face, it's pretty easy. I'm reading like... Sp- <laughs> <laughs> when he's close to his phone. When he's close to my face. And, and I'm doing like smart panels, so I mean, it's not that... It's it's uh, not that bad, but yeah. I I, know, uh, I just ran, I randomly thought because I, I was, you know... I was, you I was just got a brand new iPad. Uh, shout out to Apple. Shout so out to Apple not and give, the money not they took. For, free. <laughs> <laughs> for letting me exchange money for iPad. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this all new Marvel cast. Uh, if you want to tell us what you thought of all the Dark World or what you thought of War of the Realms, probably the better of the two things, uh, talk to us on Twitter. You can find all of us on Twitter by going to explosionnerve.com slash Twitter twitter uh on our next episode of the marvel rewatch we'll be discussing captain america the winter soldier so make sure to watch that and join us next time for another all new marvel cast oh wow spoilers for the movie that we're about to talk about thor the lost world the Dark World. Thor, the Dark World. <laughs> that was so good. He said it with such conviction. Thor, the Lost World. Like a dinosaur's coming everywhere. <laughs> fucking T-Rex, fucking in the background. Oh, and uh, if the dinosaurs, uh, please. <laughs> yeah, it adds up. He's in the next movie. I'm talking about uh, Jeff Goldblum, by the way.